Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is October the 8th, 2018. Today's episode is episode 35. KD, world champion, former MVP. Also, where's the number 35? So that means today might be the best episode in the league. Maybe. We'll find out. So I am the Black Ryan, and I have with me the man who needs no introduction, but we'll get one anyway. Box wine, Poppy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. Hold your applause, please. Hold your applause to the end. But yes, I'm in the building. <laughs> and Mister, steal your friends. Don't leave your <laughs> friends around him. <laughs> Ghetto phenom. What's good, man? Yo, what's up? What's up? Just out here creeping for some friends that you know people ain't really uh <laughs> tightened up. You know, it's, it's friend cuffing season's about to come <laughs> on, so I got my eyes on the swivel. Got my eyes on the swivel. Man, have you stole any of my friends this week? Mm, I, I think maybe you did. So. I think you maybe did. So. I'm gonna count Keller. Keller was my friend originally because I played with him in fantasy before he knew any of y'all, and you have now taken him, and he's your friend too. This, this is false. Yeah. Me, you, me, you, and Keller were all met at the same. That's time. That's right. Paul, is, Paul was in that league. Yeah, That's I right. Was the champ, That's right. I was the that was the original that year, league. By the way, the yeah, original I don't know champ. How that, that was that was because of Priest Holmes. That's Priest the only Holmes, reason why yes, you won. Nobody knew Holmes. who the heck he was. That was fake. <laughs> but uh, yes, lucky dude you are. Yep. So, just want to say, uh, what's up to Ontario, Canada? I looked on the map. I saw Ontario on there. Uh, I didn't know anybody was repping us from Canada, but I appreciate y'all listening. So I just want to throw that little shout out. Uh, I didn't see any iTunes reviews. Ishmael, did you see anything on the worldwide webs, social medias? Uh, nothing too major. You know, uh, Ghost and Big G did just hit us up today on a post I made. Um, but otherwise, I, I hadn't really checked it, so I don't have the specifics for you. Uh, but, you know, we get love from folks out there on the gram. Uh, we're starting to get a couple subscribers out there on YouTube. Uh, so people are interacting. They're liking the post, sharing the post. But, yeah, we want to. We still want to get more feedback. So definitely hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, at BlackDelegates, underscore between Black and Delegates. And hit us up via email if you got any questions, suggestions, at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com. You know, I was thinking about something the other day, ish, and uh, I think Ghost and Big G running the game on us, man. They're running the game on us because I noticed that I listen to every episode. They have never said the Black Delegates on their podcast, <laughs> and yet we have mentioned them multiple times, Uh-oh. probably giving them more listeners. I don't know how many listeners they have, but maybe, maybe we've uh, boosted their numbers a little bit. Yet they'll never say our names. <laughs> that's okay you know we won't we won't worry about it i, mm-hmm. I still like that show i try not to hold it against them you try to be salty about it huh you try to be salty about it you try to feel a little used beef in here right he i feel a little used beef. Nah, it's not podcast beef just feel a little yeah, used just a little to... used yeah me i i don't feel any kind of way about it i think they do a good show so i'm gonna mention it like i don't need that reciprocation they have uh they have shared shared our content on ig Okay. Uh, they All definitely right. have done that, but yeah, I don't know if they have have mentioned us or not. But if not, that means we just need to do better. No, I, I, I'm, I'm with Ryan on this. If they if they mention our name, Ryan, we, we, you need to step to him, and I'm I'm, I'm have your back on this. You, you <laughs> I, need to step I, to him. I, you I, need to step to Ghost and Big G, and I'm gonna have your back on all this. Hey, back when I back when I was single and I was dating, you know, you know, you can't be mentioning the, the chick to your mama, and you know, she ain't told nobody about you. I'm just saying, <laughs> it is all what right. it is. All right. 
right. So <laughs> let's get right into it. No feedback. So uh, Ryan want the this smoke. week in blackness. This week in blackness. Who had the blackest week? Didn't anybody? I did not. Definitely my, not me. My week was pretty, pretty bland. It wasn't me. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say. Ryan probably had the blackest by default then. Uh, no, it couldn't have been. Couldn't have been. Nothing really happened. Um, my weekend blackness was Jimmy Butler. I'm going to go with Jimmy Butler because all I did was watch basketball. A lot of preseason. A lot of uh, comments about Jimmy Butler wanting to be traded from the Minnesota Viking, uh, Vikings. Vikings. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch no foosball, Paul. So don't oh, get it. Man, don't it, get it man. twisted. Some great games. I'm out it. of it. But from the Timberwolves. So, uh, you know, I'm excited for the season starting up on the 16th. But other than that, that was my week. What about you, Paul? Weekend Brownness? Man, it was pretty pretty plain, too, man. I had a ended up having a four-day weekend. Uh, I, I, I faked sick on Friday, and we had, then we oh. had Monday off because of the holiday. So, yeah, I had a four-day weekend. So, I've just been hanging out, chilling, watching a lot of sports, too, man. Uh, shouts to the, the Panthers for uh, getting Eric Reed. Of course, he's the, the dude that kneeled uh, most of the season with uh, Kaepernick a couple years back and kind of been blackballed from the league. They were in desperate need of safety help, so they signed him. And he played. He, he knelt again before the first game that he played in this weekend. So I, I haven't really read all the the controversy, the local controversy. But you know, it's a it's a real conservative city here. So uh, so I'm kind of interested to kind of hear what all the all the chatters about and stuff like that. But uh, but shouts to them for getting that man a chance. Uh, at least I think that's a good thing. He didn't play very well. I, I don't think in the game. But but hey, he's rusty. So 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 shouts to that. What about you? Ish? I saw he I saw he did shout out um, Kaepernick though. He said that you know he was glad to be playing, but Cap should be out there too. So that's cool. Oh yeah, hey, some somebody. I mean, there's some terrible quarterbacks out there, man. They, some he, he definitely deserves a, a shot somewhere. Just just where? That's the question. Yeah. What about you, Ish? Man, my week was pretty pretty white. I'll say in terms of blackness, my week was Clarence Thomas black. <laughs> okay. It was so white that it was racist. Like that's how white my week was, but it was still black. So couple of things that happened number one let's see on friday got to skip out of work a little bit early one of my favorite pastimes is when the boss says bring your clubs tomorrow we're gonna go hit the golf course so worked about a half a day went out to a, a new golf course for me that i hadn't been to and got to play 18 holes played Okay, I played, you know, my uh, pitching game was trash that day. Uh, but otherwise, I almost broke a 100 on a real course, which for me, that would be a milestone. So I, uh, my score was 102. I got a birdie on the last hole, uh, which is, that's the hook that's going to get me coming back. So that, w- that was Friday. On Saturday, went to St. Louis Blues game. That's a hockey game. So at the gig also, you know, we got some tickets through there that I got to get for free. My wife had been saying already she'd never been to a hockey game. I probably hadn't been in at least 15 years. So uh, got the opportunity to go there. Had some pretty good seats, actually. And, uh, you know, the Blues used to have a couple of black players. I think they're all gone now, like Ryan Reeves. Uh, but I think they're gone. But it was still pretty dope. Let the record show that Ishmael did actually invite me for once. And you turned me down because y'all was scared of being around the too wife, many white folks. The wife, t- the wife turned you down. 
for this weekend. weekend. For, oh, for, that, for this, this, this one, yeah, this weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. She made, uh, she yeah. made that face. She made that face when I asked her. She's like, I don't know about that. I was like, okay. <laughs> My bad. Were you the only black person there, Ish? Be honest. No, they were actually. You know, it was a decent sprinkling of black folks over there. <laughs> For a second there, I thought Ish was going to say, like, yeah, there was, there was like, James and Daquan over there. <laughs> like, he knew them on a first-name basis. Daquan no, definitely no. ain't there. Daquan, <laughs> the one black dude, ain't there. <laughs> no, it, no, it was hockey, some brothers fun, up in man. there. Hockey, it wasn't yeah, a whole man. lot, but it was it was a, a decent representation. Yeah. yeah the interesting thing. Fun, man. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a blast. It was a blast. Uh the interesting thing was rolling down to there. So me and the wife we, we took the Metro Link, uh, which when I talked to you before, it's like light rail system or whatever. And back in the day I used to take public transit like all the time. Like I think in seventh grade middle school I had to take the uh bi state bus is what it was called back then, to school. I had to you know, it's like one of them old school stories. Had to walk a mile to the bus stop, get on the bus, we, take two buses. I've seen hoop dreams. I don't know how this works, man. And uh, so now I don't really take public transportation that often unless we're going to a busy place. Like when we went to the Balloon Glow a couple of weeks ago, we took the Metro Link, stuff like that. So we uh, went down on the Metro Link to the Blues game. And it's just interesting because it's like when we first got on there, there was a black dude that was just knocked out. Now, we were actually on the very first stop. So I'm like, how'd you get on here and be knocked out at the first stop? <laughs> uh, he been riding back and forth for three days. <laughs> right. I, I guess he just got off the bus and got on there. And uh, anyway, when he woke up, I could tell he was gone. Like, he was on something. So, you know, whenever you see somebody that's, that's geeking or whatever, you kind of got to watch him. Now, with him, I wasn't that nervous because he was probably – Five eight five ten, a buck fifty, soaking wet. So I'm like, all right, if something pop off, I know I can take him, you know. But he was just kind of talking to himself. He was just real erratic, uh, but he kept to himself. So, but I, I did keep a watch out the corner of my eye. So he got off after a couple stops. And this white dude got on, and he was tripping off of something too. Mm. Now the problem with the white dude is this dude looked like he was fresh off the NFL combine, like he just <laughs> got cut. <laughs> He just got cut the day before. <laughs> this dude was like 6'4", 250, had cut-off shirt, so he just swole. And he just – and matter of fact, he had a bunch of pimples, so I'm like, he might have been on the roids too. He had that <laughs> roid pimple game going. Ish was thinking up like, like okay, if he does this, I'm going to counter with this. I'm going to counter exactly. with that. I'm going to go with the body. I'm gonna, exactly. like, dang, Ryan was supposed to come. If he had been here, we had a chance. Because I knew <laughs> – I'm like, it ain't even the size. So the size, I still got confidence in the fist, man. I, I got these hands. So I'm confident in that. But I'm like, a dude that big, and you know nowadays, people like to like do chokes and people like to do them UFC right. moves. Right, right. So I'm like, what am I going to do? to If he start tripping, how am I going to counter his ground game? Because I know he's going to try to choke me out. So. See, hold on. See, this is how y'all from. I know y'all from St. Louis. Because my first thing is, like, first of all, I size up anybody. I don't care if it's at work. I don't care if it's at McDonald's. The dudes around the, around the counter. I'm, I'm sizing up, and I'm always looking for like, what can I grab? What can I grab to use as a weapon in this situation? You on the Metro oh, Link? No. It ain't nothing to grab. No, man. You can, yeah. man. You can take that little like, little emergency pull and use that twist around his neck, man. You, man, no, you, like you a, can't a, pull a, them down. If somebody had pulled them down, they would kill somebody already. Just ask yourself what would Jason Bourne do, and that's what you do. Doing that in, in any situation, just ask yourself what Jason Bourne would do. 
and do that. Man. No, man. I'm Did you take that nonstop? Liam Neeson had nothing, no weapons, but the weapons that people had. That's the it. Metrolink got to have that little that little hammer in there. that says like, in case of emergency, break glass. Nah. You, use that little hammer, you, you grab that little hammer, and then you start going at the head with the little hammer, man. You always do that the little red hammer. You know what I'm talking about, Ish. Come on now. I, yeah, I got you. And I, and I was, my mind was going through all these things because, like I said, he was erratic too. He was pacing back and forth. He was like looking at the person behind him, looking at her phone or looking at other people. So I'm just like, man, if, if something happened, I'm, I'm sizing up the other people. Like, I'm really the only chance that these people got. Oh, you know, so. just what you've always been wanting, uh, wanting to happen, huh? Yeah, like, you're right. yeah, man, yeah this so. is like the 410 to, to Paris. Is that what it was? <laughs> that movie? Yeah, with Ish, starring Ish. Right, right. So luckily, right. he ended up getting off the train, No, no kind of issue. But once he got off, I could sigh that little sigh of relief. It was like nothing went down. Had two two cats that was gone off something, but luckily no trouble. So got mm. to and from my destination. Had a good time. So that that was about it, man. Okay, cool. Yep, and that was my. Uh, that's what happened every day. I rode the Metrolink, and that's why I don't <laughs> ride the Metrolink. It's always it's rough, huh? It's, it's rough, huh? And it was always somebody, man. I, I rode that mug every day, going to work, going downtown. Like for you know about two two years, and it was it was ridiculous. Just, yeah. I, can't do it. I usually don't have problems, but you know when you notice something, I just try to be be aware. It's always somebody. It's always some dude uh, talking crazy to a woman or something, and you know you feel like you're like in a minute I'm gonna have to steal on this dude just because like he taking it too far. You know, it's always somebody, man. Somebody dancing on that mug. Why is it always a dance show? I don't. I don't know how this thing. These things work. But <laughs> but, but it's like yeah. that in every city, man. You go to New York, right. DC. I know. It's just man. annoying. Yeah. It's just yeah, annoying. It's, it's I don't see how people oh, that's, put that's, up. That's with public. That's that's the, that's the American public for you, man. It's, these are uh, fellow citizens. We got to get along with, man. Unfortunately, unfortunately or unfortunately. Well, I'll I'll just do like white people do, and I'll avoid them and move very far away from them. That's what I've done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's working so far. <laughs> See, I'm I'm the opposite. Like, especially, you know, I'm trying to. I want to write a book, want to write a novel, and I'm thinking like, for character development, I'm gonna just get on the Metrolink and just ride, just oh, wow. day after day, and you could just look at people and pick up their mannerisms and pick up little certain things and put into character. So, yeah, uh, you know, people, anybody right. like people watching, get on the subway, get on the light rail, get on the bus in your city, you always see a lot of interesting people. Hey, for sure. My wife looked too good to be riding on the Metro Link. Just saying. <laughs> we, we ain't getting on that dog. I'll be fighting every day. All right. Let's get to, get into these news topics. Get into, okay, first topic. I mean, the big story. First of the topic. Week. Brett Kavanasty yeah. gets confirmed anyway. Yeah, Brett Kavanaugh uh, now on Supreme Court. I mean, we talked about it a lot last week, so we don't really need to get into it too deep, but. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, you knew, you knew that, like all this whole week was the investigation by the FBI, the so-called investigation. Seemed like about two days later they had a report for for uh, the president, just saying, "Yeah, we give him a clean bill of health." And and hey, that was that, that was that, man. I guess the only drama was, you know, with those senators, those kind of last few senators, Susan Collins, Manchin, those dudes uh, vote for him or not. He barely got in by one vote, but he's on the Supreme Court. And I think they swarm in, what, just a few hours ago, I think, officially. So I think I saw that on the ticker. So, yeah, man, but it was a lot of a lot of controversy, man. Just people just, just beefing. Did y'all, did y'all uh, keep up with it too much or y'all just tried to tune it out like I did? I yeah, I mean, out. I followed it from a distance, um, you know, especially since that happened 
over the weekend, and and you could read the tea leaves on Friday uh, that that it was going to go down, especially they're having this vote on a Saturday, and then there was a one uh, Republican senator that was going to be away at the wedding, and they were going to hold it open for him. So you could tell how it was going to go. It really wasn't an investigation, but I, I mean, this is. Ish, didn't you feel that you said that you you didn't think he would be confirmed? Initially, I didn't. Yeah, initially I didn't. Last episode, I thought that that it was going to be enough. So how you feel with it being uh, where he was confirmed? Because, I mean, it was pretty I thought it was pretty, pretty, pretty obvious that, you know, maybe do has something to do with her uh, that sexual assault. And he had multiple allegations and still we still confirm him. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. I don't know what you have to do nowadays, not be president or confirm some to something. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, is the way the Republicans have set it up is that, I mean, they willing to to do whatever they willing to go through hell. They willing to take the PR hit. They willing. They just want to win, basically, you know, Trump talk about winning. They all about winning. Meanwhile, the Democrats keep trying to be fair and they want to have the moral high ground, but they end up keep getting beat like that. Like I thought when whenever uh, Merrick Garland was nominated by Obama, I was like, hey, at least just do a recess appointment or whatever, because clearly they're doing whatever they can to block that. Now, the way it turns out, actually conservative Uh, Garland, like he was actually. Yeah, he was middle very, of the road. Yeah, very, moderate. very middle of the road. Yeah, very. Yeah, and and I thought that was even a not a great choice because the reason Obama selected him is he wanted to put somebody that he thought the that Republicans would, would confirm. Yeah. I'm like, pick somebody that you want in there. If that's somebody who's really liberal, whatever, pick them. If they try to block you, go ahead, use that uh, recess appointment. Now, because Trump won, he would have been able to kick him out anyway but at least you have him on the court for that amount of time because the republicans don't care like they just like we gonna win we don't care nothing about what you say so the democrats gonna have to get some of that dog fight in them if they really want to stop the direction that uh this thing is turning so so at what point in time are you gonna say that uh the uh conservatives rule the world (laughs) Oh, because at this right point, now. absolutely. I mean, no. I mean, I don't mean right now. I mean for a long time. This is this is about to be the case. I don't see this swinging back the other way. There's not going to be some uh, 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 grand uprising from liberal, regular-minded folks. This is not going to happen. Like we going down a dark path, and it's going to be that way for a long time. I mean, mm-hmm. you're talking about you're talking about like. I mean, I mean, conservatism. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. The world is conservative. I mean, like, the, but it's the different, though. It's not. It's not just. Con- it's not just being conservative. It's ner- now we don't care about other people. We can treat people however we want. We can talk about people however we want. We can blatantly be racist. We can blatantly rape people. It doesn't matter. There are no rules. There are no more morals. We've never been in this point in American history where this has been out in the light anyway. I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, I won't go that far, man. Like this dude, like okay, like do I think he lied about his drinking? Yes. Do I know that he lied that that he lied about assaulting this girl? I don't. I mean, I think she, the the lady that interviewed in, in Senate, I think she was believable. I think she was compelling. Uh, I think you know she uh, she she felt strongly about her case, but they, I mean, there's just there was no evidence there, and it's like, do you are you gonna just you know 
upend this whole man's career off that. Which and I, you know, I thought he definitely lied about the drinking. I thought that was enough, and the way he was acting to get to get him about it. I think they could just get somebody else. But like, man, there was like one other lady that that interviewed with that, that did an interview. Her name was uh, I think she was the third accuser named Sweatnick. Look up, man, look at this interview named Sweatnick and just listen to her interview. Oh man, like she, it, it was clear that she just came out of the woodwork and was just talking, and she had she had no clue. And so when you have people like that, man, it just it just hurts the whole case and hurts the whole thing, man. So I don't think she'd been on there, but, it, it, really but there was enough doubt that it, it was just enough doubt out there. Like, hey, people, the, the Republicans can hide behind, like, hey, this dude, you know, there, there's not enough there, there. I, you know, so it, it's it's just a gray area, man. It was tough for me. It was tough. Well, the thing is, is that. Where this was really won is when Trump selected, uh, what's his name, Christopher Wray is the FBI, the head of the FBI. Mm -hmm. So he put a partisan guy at the head of the FBI. So whenever they called for this FBI investigation, he knew I can just call him and be like, yo, don't talk to uh, the accuser. Don't talk to this person. So they limited who they spoke to. So it really wasn't even an investigation. But all of that was put in play beforehand. So they already had the game set, you know, and the Democrats, that's what I say, hey, you got to fight. If somebody, if you in a boxing match and somebody hitting you in the nuts, you can either complain about it to the ref and get knocked out if he don't do nothing, or you can fight fire with fire. Yeah. Okay. And where that's going to get us, burn the country down. That's what's going to happen. Well, I mean, the Republicans are about to burn it down anyway, so. Well, you can I mean, burn it down fighting or not. Not in their eyes, I guess. I mean, they, they think they're right, and that's the problem. Like, right. they don't but care. That's, yeah, that's how you get, you know, the, uh, I don't know. Uh, you, they just overlook so many things because if you say, you know, if you're saying the right things about, hey, let's keep those black people down, those brown people down, let's uh, talk about, pro-life anti-abortion whatever then they they forgive whatever sins like they don't care you have women who are sitting here and backing kevin on saying oh well i'm sure that lady was assaulted but it wasn't by him like it, it certainly wasn't by him and so you have women voting for him i was just certainly public support <laughs> but that's what they say not. yeah no that's crazy they're trying, have, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too they're trying they're trying to you know not alienate all women by saying like saying this lady is not believable when she clearly right. at least she at least she sound she sound everybody says she was believable so if everybody believes her why is this man appointed well, because the they believe that what they say is they believe she was assaulted, but they believe she was mistaken, and it was not Brett Kavanaugh. Wow. That's how they're able to sleep at night. Yeah, well, or just pass if, you, if you're in a room, if you're in a room and it was going on, you ain't doing nothing about it. Yeah. It don't matter. She no said a hundred percent. Yeah. So, okay. But anyway, it's, it's a sad, sad state of affairs, man. I mean, uh, I'm not a woman, so I don't know exactly how that feels to see someone who. Uh, has allegations against them become uh, something of such power on the Supreme Court. But I do know how it feels to be a black person. And uh, our president have been throwing black people out uh, of all of his rallies uh, well, before well, being elected. Well, so if they brought, feel like I felt then, then I don't. Man, that's, it's tough. Well, you sprung up uh, Clarence Thomas earlier. So, I mean, we got Anita Hill. I guess we could ask her what she what she feels because she's been living it for the last you know, 20, 30 years or whatever since, since that nomination. Yeah. That was that was uh, before the time that I cared. I don't remember. <laughs> so yeah, women, women who listen to the show, we know we got a lot of women listeners. 
And let us know. What do you think? Like, what do you think about this whole uh, Brett Kavanaugh? Do you care? Does it make you feel a kind of way that um, they just pushed through the nomination regardless? Didn't seem like they really wanted to uh, dive into that investigation. So let us know what you think. And then, Ryan, you know, you got a follow-up story here that kind of goes stories. into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bet Midler, uh, actor extraordinaire, I guess we'll say. Uh, she recently... Uh, I think I would say in her her anger and uh, of the situation that's going on, she came out and said uh, she tweeted that women are the N word of the world in a tweet. <laughs> now she didn't she didn't say the N word. She just wrote N word. So don't get on her for that. But uh, Ben Miller, you gonna have to you got to pull up pull up a little bit because uh, it's it's never been that bad. <laughs> So uh, I guess what did, what did y'all think about it? I mean, it was it was just, it was a quick little controversy. It happened. She she went back on it. She said, you know, she was sorry in her anger. She really just didn't didn't think about how it would would feel uh, to a black woman <laughs> who is both <laughs> or who is actually called an N word. So what y'all think about that, Paul? Me, I mean, personally, I think it was. I think that's the wine talking. I think this was like, you know, she's in Malibu. It's like two in the morning. She's upset about this. She's super upset reading all the coverage. She's probably she's probably hate watching Fox News. Probably, uh, you know, knocked off about four or five glasses of white Zinfandel, and then she she decided to tweet this out. And then she then some probably her, her publicist or her assistant woke her up in the middle of the night and said, "Uh, you need to delete this asap." So, <laughs> so I'm 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 gonna give her the benefit of the doubt, man. She you know. She's old. You think lady. she had a? You think she had a moment of clarity, and she was like, "Oh my God, this is how black people feel." I, I mean, I think <laughs> I can see. I can see the. the I, I can see where she was trying to go. It didn't. It didn't go the way it sh- she should have went, and it, it definitely didn't come out right. But I, I mean, I, I I get kind of where she was coming from. But I just think actually, I think she went into more. Stupor, she went into more. Let me let me let me read it all. Go ahead. <laughs> Says she continued, raped beaten, enslaved, married off, worked like dumb animals, denied education and inheritance, enduring the pain and danger of childbirth and life in silence for thousands of years. They are the most disrespected creatures on earth. Hey, but hey, are you disagreeing with all that? Disagreeing with that? I don't think I could disagree with it, no. Okay. But I also also see the um, any outrage that people would have over the comparison as well. I can see that too. Especially yeah. when when there are black women. So yes, clearly they've gone through all that. <laughs> exactly. What about you, Ish? Well, when I first saw the quote, and she did explain that this actually was a Yoko Ono quote, uh, I believe. Oh, so another crazy was, lady. Oh, she passed another. it on to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't something that she was saying directly, but um, okay. she was quoting Yoko Ono back from whatever the seventies or oh, God. something like that. But when I first saw it, I mean, of course, I looked at it and I'm like, hmm. And I had the same thought that you did that, well, what does that mean about black women? Because they are both. So you really are saying that black women just get the worst of it in the world because they're women. They have to deal with sexism and they're black. So they have to deal with the racism. But another side of me was like, she's not that wrong. You know, women have had to deal with a lot of stuff over the years, and I think you can compare the plight of women to the plight of minorities with one exception. And that exception (laughs) is that especially white women are protected 
almost to the ends of the earth by white men. At least white That's women are protected against everybody but white men. So if it's right. a black man, if it's a Hispanic so still man. Two, still number two on the high Right, right, right. Yeah, well, maybe. Uh, that's that's interesting if they're number two, because I think there are a lot of men, even though they may not be white, that may get preference mm. over a white woman. I, d- I doubt that. Let's let's uh, let's ask the delegations, brown delegation. <laughs> Do you think you're number two? On oh, this? it's definitely not the brown. Delegation. <laughs> I was de- no, no, I'm definitely. In, see, I'm definitely black delegation. Is are your men above white women? Up? Oh, hell no. Let's see, Asian. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe just, no. just, for the <laughs> because a, Asian men aren't really seen as threatening by white men. So I think, I think a white man would treat an that, Asian that puts man you even further down the list from number two. Better than if he you're would not treat. even a threat because you're just so weak. <laughs> it is like we don't even have to worry about you, Asian nah. man. Don't worry about it. Look, Ryan's wants all the smoke today. He wants uh, he wants a big G and ghost smoke. He wants right. Asian. He wants Asian hive smoke. Come on, come on, man. What are you trying to do to us? I just want the. I just need the, right. the agents to, to open their eyes and see see what's uh, going on out here, man. That was racist. That was. <laughs> hey, but I, I'm rocking with Bette Miller. She made the movie Beaches. My mom had me watch that movie when I was a kid. She loved that movie, so I, I rock with her just because she was off the strength of Beaches. That lady can she can kind of sing uh, in a, in, a, in a weird sort of way to, to me at least. But uh, so I rock with Bette Miller on that. But these, these what she said was 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 definitely out of pocket, <laughs> way out of pocket. Yeah, it just, you just went too far. You could have yeah. said that women are discriminated against, or women, you know, or I'm, I understand a little bit what. You know the the black people went through or something, but you just I think went that, too that's far. I think that's where she was going with it. It just yeah. it just didn't come out right, and I think that was because of the wine or the Xanax or or whatever that stuff that Roseanne or the blamed, white blamed her tweets on. She was white privilege. She's Jewish. She's Jewish. She's Jewish though. So that I, I, same I mean, thing. She, she gets a little bit. Yeah. More. White people have already. They already will say the Jews are white. They're white enough. Yeah, not through history though, man. Not through history. It's it's a little different, man. It, there there's some yeah. uh, there's some ethnic on, differences man. We, there, man. We go out of our Distinct. way to protect them. That's a fact. Yeah. Okay. I don't want the Jewish smoke either. On top of the Asian smoke, send all this, this smoke. <laughs> send all the smoke to the Black Ryan at gmail.com. When y'all get ready, the when y'all get ready to rank the delegations, let's rank the delegations and see who number two is. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Let us yeah, know. We're gonna yeah. do a poll. We're gonna do a poll. <laughs> What's up? What's next, man? We talking about we talking about we, we get into into fighting now, ish. What's up, man? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you and G, we're talking about the the fight this weekend, uh, McGregor against Khabib, and I'm not a big UFC guy. You know, I'm a big boxing yeah, fan. Either. I'm not a huge UFC guy. I keep up with the the big fighters like Conor McGregor or uh, you know some of the other guys, but. I did see, and we're not going to get into the fight. Ryan, I don't, you didn't even really watch it. I, I didn't watch it live. I just saw the highlights. But, you know, McGregor was talking big, big static. You know, we all know he has a larger-than-life personality. And uh, before, he had an altercation uh, with Khabib's uh, on a bus, and he smashed stuff against the bus and broke glass, and the fight had to be postponed, and he got into some legal trouble and all that. And leading up to this fight, McGregor was talking about Khabib, his daddy, his country, his religion, just going in, and Khabib really was just silent. So McGregor was trying to sell the fight uh, and just 
like you said, there's no limits now. So he did a lot of personal attacks. So once it came into the ring and uh, McGregor got in there, McGregor was the champion when he went and fought Mayweather. He got yeah. stripped of his title because he hadn't fought for like two years. And so Khabib ended up winning the title. So it was really this fight of McGregor yeah. coming back to the UFC. He never lost his championship or he didn't lose his championship. This one in the ring, he was stripped. And Khabib had ascended to that title. And so yeah. it was these two and champions. Forget, and don't forget, Khabib was the dude, uh, if, if people remember like a year or two ago, like when McGregor got into like a brawl, like in the, I guess it was like, like down on the loading dock of a, of a stadium after a USC fight. And he was like basically trying to bash in the window of the bus. That's who he was trying to get at. He was trying to get right. at Khabib's and his, his little, his little crew on the bus. So this has been, this kind of, this whole thing has been brewing for a, at least a year or two, supposedly. Right. So then when they, when they got into the ring, basically Khabib put a beat down yeah, on Connor. But, I mean, he hit him, you know, with the one shot, dropped him. And then ended up, I don't know what round it was. Was it, what was it? The fourth third, or fifth third, round? I think third third round. round. He ended up choking him out. Made him yeah. tap out. But that wasn't even the story of the fight. I mean, you would think that these two champions going against each other, that would be a big enough story. But after the fight, because there was so much bad blood, Khabib hopped over the octagon, did like a flying Bruce Lee kick off of the, off of the ring onto Conor McGregor's trainers, and a big fight just broke out. And yeah. then some of his entourage or his trainers hopped into the octagon. And this is Conor McGregor after he just got choked out. Yeah. They start banging with him, too. So he caught two L's that day. So. Didn't even try to, didn't even try to uh, square up on him. Just, just, man, came behind, up behind, just punch, punches to the back of the head. I was like, dog, that's just, that's just, that's just nasty, man. Nasty stuff. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, man, shouts to, uh, first of all, shouts to a dude on Twitter, because that's how I'm broke, so I don't pay for this fight, because I'm darn sure not paying $65 for this, so I, <laughs> so I watched a live stream on Twitter, which I'm assuming issue did the same thing, too. <laughs> but, uh, live stream, to, but I saw the highlights on Twitter. Yeah, yeah Twitter a, is the new streaming now. Yeah, Twitter's the new bootleg, man, so just go yeah, out there. You don't, and you just, don't have to go to those sketchy websites where you get the little ad and the viruses pop up on you. You don't have to go to those streaming websites. Go on Twitter, do a search, and somebody's going to have a camera phone in front of their TV or their uh, computer screen, and they're going to live stream the whole fight. Yep, and so you just check it out, man. So I, I saw I saw most of it. It was, yeah, the whole thing was messy. I, saw, I mean, but man, just the aftermath. It's crazy. My whole thing is like, you know, okay, so like once Khabib went into the into the stands and you know start start fighting and stuff like that, I mean, but there was like little melees kind of, you know, they were kind of posting on Twitter afterwards, like there were little melees kind of breaking out all through the stadium, and then like you know of course everybody you know had to evacuate, they they basically had everybody clear out because that was the the main event, so there was nothing else going off that, but then there were like just a bunch of brawls going on in the concourse area, area afterwards, or or at least a few uh, skirmishes, man. So it just it was just messy, but you know. Because this is UFC, like it's like okay, they're gonna talk for like for a day or two, but yo, this is legit just as bad as the NBA Malice in the Palace thing, and it's like, I, if these two dudes were black or all the all these parts are black, would you think this would have been a bigger deal, or is it just because it's a little Irish dude and a, a dude from a Muslim dude from some Russian country? Like it's kind of like, uh, or it's just because it's USC, we're not really paying attention to it. like like I mean, I know it's being talked about, but it's gonna. It's gonna fade away. Whereas the NBA, like that mouse in the past, man, they talk about that for like a year and a half, and it's still legendary to this day. I don't think oh, we'll be yeah. talking about this, in, for, you know, in a year or two from now. Yeah, if, if they were black, man, the UFC would have been shut down. They would have shut the whole league down. 
<laughs> yeah, you can't have that just jumping over the crowd and, and beating up on. I mean, you don't. You don't. I guess he was be, he was going after the the trainer or it was posse or whatever like that. But like, you just don't know who's getting getting caught up in the crossfire because it's just it's just too many people right there, man. It's just yeah, it's just it's just messy. And the thing is, you got to watch your mouth. I know that uh, being a brash talker sells. People look at Floyd Mayweather. They look at Muhammad Ali back in the day, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Conor McGregor made all this money to fight Mayweather because they talk big. But you but is he just to. like a? Tr- is he just like? I mean, but that's his kind of. That's his. That's his gimmick. He is that. He is that. I wouldn't say Muhammad Ali type like stuff talker. But he's kind of like you know Mike Tyson after he kind of you know wants. Once Mike Tyson started getting, the, you know, after Buster Douglas, post Buster Douglas, when he started, you know, just trying, you know, saying having crazy press conferences and talking about eating, eating your children and all this stuff like that, like that's that's kind of what Colin McGregor is. He kind of comes up there, he says he'll, he'll he taunts you, he he says some like quasi racist stuff to you, you know, calls you a monkey, things like that, and then but usually he backs it up, but this time he could, man. But I don't know, I, he he. he I, I don't know how much of it is, it's just all for show on his part. You know what I'm saying? Like he just. Yeah, he, I think for him, for him, it was show, but yeah. for Khabib, it wasn't. It was personal. When you talk yeah. about his pops, when you talk about calling him a terrorist because did, he's a Muslim. Yeah. Did you see when he tried to offer him? Person? Did you see when he tried to offer him alcohol at the press conference? Like he, uh, he had like some wine. I don't know if it was like his his alcohol, but yeah, he, tried to, his, he tried to hand it to him or whatever like that. And you know, of course, he's a Muslim, so he can't drink it. But he was just, the dude was just looking at him like. I'm gonna kill you when we get in this ring. <laughs> All right, and that's, that's what he did. That's exactly what he did. He beat yeah. the brakes off of him, so I wasn't even mad at him. Of course, you shouldn't do that type of stuff, but you had it coming. You yeah. know, I I don't mind trash talkers. When you look at even in boxing, you got a uh, Deontay Wilder about to fight um ah what's his name uh the British dude, not Joshua, but um oh, man, I, I can't that. think of his name, but. Uh, Deontay Wilder is about to have a big fight in Fury. December. Fury, right? Yeah, Tyson Fury. Fury. Yeah, yeah. And they talk a lot of trash, and they, you know, go back and forth. But it's not really personal. I don't mind yeah. if you say, "Look, I'm gonna beat you down. I'm gonna whoop you. I'm gonna do this, do that." But when you start talking about somebody, kids, you start talking about somebody, mama or dad. That's that's a little too far. But y'all just said it was open season. Anything goes in trolling. That's what y'all said. Just, just nowadays, that's said, the truth. He said that's how it is. We didn't say that's how it should be. That's how yeah. it is. Well, but if you're going to do it, be prepared to back it up. So instead of drawing this out a little more, I actually wanted to do something a little fun with it. So, Ryan, I know you've seen some highlights on Twitter. Paul, you watched the fight. So I want to know what two songs, if we were making a McGregor versus Khabib soundtrack, with all that happened, the fight, the aftermath, whatever point you want to take, what two songs would you pick for the soundtrack? Ryan, we'll start with you since we... You kind of since you ain't talked, yeah. Since you ain't said a word, yeah, yeah. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. I was about to go up and get some some lemonade or something. All right, so let the record show. I have not watched a boxing match since I paid fifty dollars to watch Mike Tyson fight the Black Rhino. Apparently Black in Ryan. Memphis, it lasted eight seconds, knocked him out, over, and I was like, you know what? I'm done with boxing. But you know First what? Fight, that, last fight. That was like the greatest thing so a lot of times you're gonna be mad at that but with mike tyson that's what you wanted like with most that's other what everybody fighters, kept saying but i just couldn't get over it <laughs> <laughs> i'm like is this what it is <laughs> like right. yeah yeah i was like but oh, issue yeah, you were, you said you were you were there yeah, for that. I, mean, that, I, I was that, there that was that electric. Was a, it was electric there man electric. yeah that was in memphis uh me and the homie eight mike seconds. drove down there uh we went and watched that fight and it was just it was crazy people just went nuts 
after that fight. We we paid to get into the fight. You paid your fifty dollars to watch on TV. We drove to Memphis. I drove all the way down. Paid to go to the fight, <laughs> and we were ecstatic when he knocked him out. We were you know up high five and jumping, doing a little dance and all of that. So. Yeah, like I heard that, like that's, at that fight, man. You just like when when you just just the anticipation that it, you know Mike Tyson getting ready to come out, like it was just it was just unreal. You could you could it was like you know Michael Jackson in his prime yeah, getting ready to come dude, out there, man. man. It was just like that. That's how how amped everybody that whole stadium was to see that man Absolutely. walk up in there and 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 yeah, it took him out quick, but that's what they wanted to see, man. So yep, got a, got my money's worth. I was happy. You were mad. I was happy. Uh oh, I think this guy's from Memphis. Now Ryan gonna have to do a lot of editing out. But this twenty minutes of my life. This is Frazier Boy featuring Project Pat. That's from Memphis. Back from Three Six Mafia. Your mouth writing checks or mouth write a check. I think is the actual title of the song. So that's what Conor McGregor did. His mouth wrote a check that his behind could not cash, and so he got what he deserved. Project Pat used to work out in my gym, man, back in the day. Shouts to Prairie Life Fitness, man. So, yeah, man, it's cool, man. He, Pr- he was trying, Prairie he was Life Fitness, you said? Prairie Life Fitness was the name of the place. Prairie man. or prayer? Prairie Life. No, no, no prayer. Oh, I thought you said Prairie Life. I was going to say, oh. <laughs> it, it, ain't, it, uh, it closed down, man, out there, out there where I, in the suburbs where I lived at. But, yeah, he used to, he used to work out there every now and then. Man. I'd see him on the treadmill getting his little walk on. Shout out to Prairie Life Fitness. <laughs> that sounds like the softest gym of all time. Right. It, it probably was. That's why it didn't, it didn't, it didn't last, man. Did but he yeah, have the was, grill in when he was uh, on the treadmill? He did not have the grill in, man. He just kind of, he was just kind of chilling back there in the back. And it was, it was crazy because it was in the suburbs where, we, where I lived at, man. You know, just just right outside of Memphis. So, but you know, a lot of those like rappers, they have houses out there and stuff like that. Like, like you know, I told you, like Lorenz and Wright, where all that stuff went down. It's like literally, like you know, across the street from not not in the same subdivision, but like across the main street where I live at in the next subdivision, man, where all that stuff went down at and uh. And uh, yeah, but the, none, none, all white people in this gym and nobody recognized. Him. I was the only person in that whole gym that recognized him every time he came in there. He'd just be in the treadmill, just mind his own business. Probably maybe a couple of the young people, like the workers, maybe maybe knew who he was or whatever like that. But I was like, man, that's Project Pat over there, man. He'd just be in there like, you know, every, every you know, maybe a week or two I'd see him in there. And it didn't last long, maybe like a month or two. And I maybe moved on to another gym, which just obviously probably didn't work out that much. But, but, but he was there, man. So <laughs> cool. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to Project Pat. Yeah, man. Alright, let's move on from this topic. Yeah, really. If, if I fell asleep, other people did too. Boxing is boring. That was boxing. It's UFC. I don't care. Same difference. Boxing, fighting, whatever. Alright, so, Paul, this yeah. might be a boring topic, but we'll see how it goes. Okay. You watched A Million Little Things, the TV <laughs> show on NBC. Per my recommendation, I told you to check it out. Yeah, I, I watch okay. it with the wife, and what'd you think? Okay, I, I got the wife to watch it. She's kind of been t- she's kind of been hyping it up. She's been kind of deriding it, but she also kind of want to see it. She was kind of like, "Well, we didn't really get into This Is Us, so you know, maybe we should try this." But it sounds like a knockoff. This Is Us, so I don't know if we should watch it. So we we peeped it. We watched uh, the two episodes today. Okay. I, I think the wife kind of liked. It. I'm, I'm I'm intrigued by it overall. I Talk. will say though this. I just want to say that I just want to confirm for for our listeners that the black delegation is is soft. I'm just going to tell the black delegation is very very soft because y'all have made me watch Insecure, a show I would never watch about women's issues, and now y'all got me watching uh, a million little things, which is the whitest show I've ever watched in my life. I just can't. <laughs> 
It, it is pretty white. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I like I, I like I like uh, movies like Love Actually. I'll, I'll, I'll rock with that movie every Christmas, man. But this is the whitest movie show I've ever watched in my life. A million little things, but but it was dope. The premises is, is interesting. I'm still trying to feel it all out, but you know, f- figure out all the characters and stuff like that. But it's interesting. And then the the one token black dude in the show, of course, he's a huge hockey fan. So I immediately thought of Ish. And so I sent that picture around the group chat. I was like, that's Ish is the dude, the black dude, because he loves hockey. Let's go reason. blues. I don't love hockey, <laughs> but I had a good time. <laughs> but anyway, it, it's, it's, it's dope, but it's all about, but can I, can I, I'm not gonna give it no spoiler, but, but yo, yeah, white yeah. people, white people love Dirty Mackin', man. That's all the show is about, Dirty Mackin'. That's what, <laughs> once I, once I figured that out, I, figured, I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is just some grimy stuff, man. Just, just kind of sugarcoating with all this, like, you know, friends and love, but all these, these people are just, just. Just humping on each other's wives and sisters and all the stuff like that. So I'm ready to get into it, man. I have to see. What hey, I didn't expect brings. that. All I know is that the at like the last episode, the first episode at the end, I was just like, "Oh no, how you gonna do your man like that?" And uh, after that, I was like, "All right, well, I got to see where this goes." I still thought it was good though. Just the, yeah. uh, I mean, it still got that overarching uh, premise of suicide and kind of talking about it in a joking way. And you know, but it's really just about their friendships and stuff, which I I enjoyed that portion of it. The only thing I, I, I so I, first of all, I say it is the whitest show in the world. But second of all, I, yeah. I, the one thing I can't really get into is like just like man, these people are just so ridiculously rich. Like <laughs> like their houses are so like so like well, couldn't they just have to be like a little bit more like Boston? Like it doesn't have to be blue collar, but like just middle class. Well, the one regular. lady is a so the one chick is a stay at home mom. Her husband was super rich. I mean, he was like a business something, but super duper like if you're. If but you're Romano's buying... Romano's like a he's a film director of some kind, even though he he hates his job. His uh-huh. his girl can bake apparently because all the white people love her food. She okay, but, no if, but, but if your friends, yet, if you're if you're if you're rich enough where your friends are just buying your your wife restaurants on a the building. low and just yeah. buildings <laughs> and just get and just gonna surprise him. He was here's a building though. like that's yeah, just. Yeah. Like it just takes me out of like my, you know, like my comfort. Like I just, I just can't relate to that that level of wealth, man. So I, that, that that's the one thing that's me. But it's an interesting show. I'm definitely gonna try to check out at least another 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 few episodes and see where it goes. I am mad that they killed off my man from the Office Space. That's the homie. I've always rocked with that dude, Peter from Office yeah, Space. Yeah, How are you gonna so. kill him off in the very first episode? He's the most famous person on the show. But that's anyway, the that's, that's it, the point man. of the show. I guess, man. It's it's it's, it's dope. It's a, it's a it's an interesting premise. Yeah. Right, we're we gonna get into the last topic, man. The last funny topic for the day. Yes, yes, Ishmael. That just show watch, watch was that so white that even though I went golfing and played hockey, I'd never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to watch it last week. Yeah, it must have been so white that it just went over my head. I didn't even hear it. Yeah, I think I was watching uh, um, like Hulu, and one of the commercials was about it, and I was like, oh, I'll check that out. Oh man, I usually watch the premiere of a lot of a lot of shows depending on what they are. They've been running that ad for a million, uh, a million little things constantly, yeah. like for yeah. all during all the football games or whatever like that for, for okay. months, man. So I'm just sick. I was so I, I intrigued, but it's, it's 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 interesting. I'm not saying it's great. I've been really watching The Deuce on HBO. That's the kind of the show I've been getting into. I don't know if y'all have seen that. Ryan's probably not your your type of show. Is it is it about pimps? It's about it's about yes, Method Man is okay. Pimp, one of the that's why I'm not watching it. <laughs> oh, but it's it's awesome. Dude, man. It, if if black people don't start getting another another topic, man, can we stop selling drugs and pimping, please? No, please. Man, yeah. Hold on, no, no, no. I'll, I'll defend it, man. It's it, it 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 gets a little bit more deeper than that, man. It's, it, it it's like it. Yes, they start off as pimps, but it, it's kind of, as you walk, get into the episodes, it, 
you you see them evolving and becoming like business people and things like that. So it's it's not just like they're just not treated as like characters. I, I would say uh, there's 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 more depth to their characters and things like that than just than just like hey that's the pimp in the background. Although Method Man is like pimp number five <laughs> for right Yo. now. But I'm, I'm, I, I, look, I'm trying to te- I'm trying to teach my kids to go to space. Like we need to go to space. Can we have some a black black crew of people going to space? <laughs> I take. I it. hear you. I hear you, man. Something. But anyway, yeah, let's move yeah, on. Hidden, hidden figures. They uh they were on the other end of it. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, speaking of pimp, pimps. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't somebody, Mister Bill Cosby, apparently got pimp slapped. Paul, tell us what happened. <laughs> Not much to report here. So we know Bill Cosby was reported to prison a week or two ago. Uh, so things, you know, I'm sure it's not going great for him in, in there. But uh, I guess there was a, a little low point. I don't know how people, how his first few nights were, but I'm sure he's, you know, in segregation of some sort. But I guess he was at, at in the cafeteria, you know, for lunch or dinner or something like that. And reportedly he was slapped with a chicken patty in prison. And so I just wanted to ask the black delegation, if you were in a similar situation in prison your first couple of weeks and someone slapped you with a chicken patty, how would you respond and Ish, since you got the hands, let's go to you first. Uh, they're gonna get they're gonna get them hands. You slap me with a if I let you slap me with a chicken patty and I don't do anything, then you're gonna be trying to slap me with other things. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> if you even look my way, like you remember, I forget what movie it was, but it was a movie where the people went to prison and as soon as they uh cellmate would look at them they'd try to hit them because they always thought you gotta make yourself be the dominant person in prison i wouldn't be that guy i'm not just gonna go swinging on people for no reason but if you slap me with a chicken patty oh it's on and popping like we we bang i don't care if i'm famous i don't care what you get in these hands so there's no no doubt no debate i don't care who you are you could be the captain of the yard you slap me with a chicken patty I'm going at your throat. Ryan? You doing anything different? We already talked about this kind of on the episode, The Booty Warrior is Real. I told (laughs) y'all, I'm breaking out of prison once I get there. So believe me, this man slapping me with the chicken patty, I set that up, son. I set that up so that I can go see the nurse. Now I'm trying to holler at the nurse. We got to find the exits out. I need a screwdriver. I need a knife. I need other things. I already got the tattoos going. I'm already ready to break out of prison. So this is just part of my scheme. I ain't get punked. You thought I got punked. I set that up. You thought you set that up until you got salmonella in the eye. And then (laughs) the prison doctor ain't got no antibiotics. Or she's not going to give them to you for eye salmonella. So now you're just stuck with a big puffy eye. And you got slapped in the face. So people thinking that you are a target now. First of all, when I'm get, when if somebody I get slapped in prison with the, with the, the chicken patty, I'm first of all I'm pocketing the chicken patty. I'm gonna save that for later because <laughs> you're in prison, you're gonna be hungry. I'm sure, so I'm I'm saving that. But yeah, I'm just gonna I'm not gonna do anything immediate. I'm gonna plot my revenge, and so I have to think some very elaborate, you know, very cruel, you know, like some kind of a, a you know saw saw three type <laughs> type revenge scenario that I have to, <laughs> to dream up. Razor blades, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like homie would just wake up in his cell and was like, oh, you've got, you know, you got to dig into your own stomach to get the keys out of the cell and then go all the way down here and all this stuff like that. That's, that's what, that's what would I would like. Would you like to play a game? I would just play. 
Have you never watched 60 Days In, man? I have not watched 60 Days In. What's it about? See, 60 Days In is, is a reality show where they sent somebody into prison. They sent, like, regular people. They had, I think it was six people, where they put them into prison, you know, gave them this alias that they were, you know, they were some low-level criminal, and they put them in real prisons. And the premise was, like, the sheriff wanted to know what were the issues in the jail? Like, how were people getting drugs in? How were people being treated? Like, how could they improve the jail? And they did this guise to where they told the prisoners, hey, we're filming this, uh, basically like a documentary, so that's why these cameras are in here. Uh, but they just followed these people for 60 days. They went to jail for 60 days to see if they could make it. And there was one particular guy who they were picking on them, and they, they told him, the sheriffs told him, if somebody's picking on you, you stay in your ground. Like, don't get into a fight. Try to avoid that. But don't let people punk you because once you're a victim, it's just going to get bad. And there was one dude that he never said nothing back. People would be like, yo, uh, let me get your pillow, man. Let me get your snacks. Let me get your bed. And he just, he didn't let want any altercation. Bed. He didn't want no beef. And it just ended up getting bad to the point where somebody came like butt naked and was dancing in his face and he was oh just shriveled God. up crying. So if you don't respond immediately, right. I'm telling you, it's going to get bad for you. Come on, man. Notes, words live by, I'm never going to prison. I know I'm not going to last five <laughs> minutes in there. So I'm, I'm never, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bill Cosby, on your own. I have not, unlike Ryan, I, I, I do not have your back. I am not going to help you out. <laughs> Oh, I ain't say I had his back. He can ride in, ride in. Uh, no, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about backing you up in a fight versus Bill Cosby. I'm not backing up oh. Bill Cosby because I ain't gonna be there to help you. <laughs> Cosby better start telling them jokes. He better dust off that old material. Keep him laughing. Yeah, because that's a bad sign. You get smacked with a chicken patty like in the first week. That's a bad sign. If it's just I mean, the and they patty, already trolling them. They trolling them, man. They giving them Jello, slapping them with chicken patty. Like they messing with them at this point. Yeah, man, they're gonna they're gonna make this dude commit suicide, man. I I I feel it coming, man. They got they got Kyle's gonna hang himself up in there, man. Just like 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 Aaron Hernandez, man. That's how it's going. I can see it now. Sad, man. Sad, sad, sad. Yo, Kaz, if you're listening, I know we've been rough on you. We'll give you a little tip. Throw them hands, Kaz. I know you're old. <laughs> Them man, hands. when you that, that old, you can't be fighting, man. It's over with. Man, he can barely walk. <laughs> right. This man couldn't see. He, he fell down the steps, man, because he couldn't couldn't see the step. You ain't swinging <laughs> on nobody. Your life is over, man. But that's what you get, dog. Stop raping. <laughs> Facts. No, you, you should you should have made a time machine. Go back twenty years for that. It's too late for all that, man. All right. So, uh, with that being said, we're gonna end on that note. <laughs> Israel, where can they find us? Yo, you can find the Black Delegates Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. If you want to follow Box Wine Poppy on Twitter, he is at Boxed Wine Poppy. If you want to follow The Black Ryan, he is at The Black Ryan. If you want to follow me on Twitter or on the gram, I am at Ish Creates. Uh, also, we love to hear your feedback via those social media channels. Also, you can email us at the Black Delegates Pod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at Black Delegates Pod. Paul, people want to help us out. We're trying to get them numbers up. What can they do? Rate and review us and tell a friend. That's what we want you to do. That's it? 
That's, That's it, it, man. Rate and review us and tell a friend. That's all you need Sounds to do. Sounds pretty simple, so no excuses for y'all not to do it. But we appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, we will figure out what the ne- title of this podcast will be. Uh, I'm not really sure. Trolling. That I think it needs to be trolling. Sure, nobody said trolling. <laughs> I said trolling. That wasn't funny. <laughs> anyway. All right. Arriva Derche. Deuces. Speaking of which, Joe Budden stole my Riva Derche. I heard on an old episode. What's that about? He listening to our podcast? You want to smoke with everybody. You want to smoke with everyone. See you, Joe. Bye. Deuces. Peace.